Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. Wherever two or more are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. Gather together in his name. That's what this program is about, the name of Jesus. Let's turn to Luke 10, verse 1. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. When the seventy returned, they said, With joy, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. And then in verse 20, Jesus said, Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Jesus appointed them, and he sent them into certain cities where he was going to come, before his face. He who hears you, hears me. He who rejects you, rejects me. And he who rejects me, rejects him who sent me, Jesus said. Jesus told them to heal the sick in whatsoever city they received them, and preach, saying, The kingdom of God is come unto you. If they would not receive those that he sent to shake the dust and say, Even the very dust of your city which cleaves on us we do wipe off against you, notwithstanding be sure of this, that the kingdom of God has come nigh unto you. We are servants of our king in his kingdom. When he sends us, wherever he sends us, we are sent in his name, and his authority is working through us. The Holy Spirit is with us, and he will lead us. It is absolutely crucial whether he sent someone in his name or whether they just went and they claim that they are sent and use his name in vain. Romans 10, verse 9. If you shall confess the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And there is no other name given among men by which we must be saved. Verse 15 says, And how shall they preach except they be sent? When Jesus sends you, you go in his name, in his authority being led by the Holy Spirit. And as you go, you preach the gospel of the kingdom of God, speaking the words that the Holy Spirit gives you, which are spirit and life to those who can receive them. These are the words of eternal life. The Holy Spirit will also be working according to the will of the Father, various gifts and miracles, confirming the words that he has given you to speak. Let's turn to Philippians 2. Verse 5, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven 
and of those on earth, and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Are you doing this? Are you letting this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus? Are you humbling yourself to become his servant? Are you becoming obedient, even unto death? Are you serving him faithfully in what he has already given you to do, doing it unto him for the glory of God? In John 7:18, Jesus said, He that speaks of himself seeks his own glory, but he that seeks his glory that sent him, the same is true, and there is no unrighteousness in him. His name is above every name. If he sends you by his Spirit, then you are going in his name, and you speak in his name, and you glorify his name, not your own name. He will manifest himself by his Spirit according to the Father's will as we do this, as we yield to the Holy Spirit and obey him. It all starts with Jesus sending you. He initiates your work. As you go forth in his name, the Lord will be working with you, as in Mark 16:20. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. Acts 3, verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him, with John, Peter said, Look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Now as the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the porch, which is called Solomon's, greatly amazed. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why do you look so intently at us? as though by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for a murderer to be granted to you and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Jesus humbled himself to the death of the cross to receive his name. And all that he accomplished through his death, burial, and resurrection is made available through faith in his name. 
Verse 18, But those things which God before has shown by the mouth of all his prophets that Christ should suffer, he has so fulfilled. Also in chapter 4 of Acts, verses 10 through 12, By the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand here before you whole. For there is no other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Amen, Father. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. I am God Almighty. Those of you who are listening to my servant Rob this day, humble yourselves before me, the living God. Understand that I loved you, and I gave my son for you. I gave my son on the cross of Calvary to suffer for your sins, He bore your sins in his body on the cross. And on the third day, I raised him from the dead. He was crucified for your sins, buried, and I raised him on the third day. And through faith in his name, you shall be saved. Through faith in his name, you shall be healed. Through faith in his name, because he humbled himself, I have given him his name. Trust me, says the Lord. Look unto me. Believe what my son accomplished on the cross. Trust in his name. Call upon his name and be healed and be saved. All of you who hear my voice this day. For those of you who don't understand, that was a prophecy. As I was speaking, the Holy Spirit came upon me and the Father just spoke through me by means of a prophecy. You can look in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And you can read about the various gifts of the Holy Spirit. And one of them is prophecy. And the Father gave this prophecy through me to edify you. Let's turn to Isaiah 52. Verse 13. Behold, my servant shall deal prudently. He shall be exalted and extolled and be very high. Just as many were astonished at you, so his visage was marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of men. So shall he sprinkle many nations. Kings shall shut their mouths at him. For that which had not been told them shall they see, and that which they had not heard shall they consider. Chapter 53, verse 1. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. Because he humbled himself to the death of the cross, therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Also in John 14, verses 13 and 14. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, Jesus said, that will I do, 
that the Father may be glorified in the Son. There is our motive, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. In this way we might pray, Father, I'm coming to you in Jesus' name, the one who saved me and justified me with his own blood. I am trusting in him and obeying him and following him. He is my Lord, and I am asking you in his name for this, that you may be glorified in him. If we pray in this way, walking truly in Jesus, we shall have what we ask. That's why he said, ask, and you shall receive. He also said, seek, and you shall find. And he that seeks after righteousness shall be filled. So if you are not walking this way in his name, you can if you seek after it with all your heart. Don't faint. Keep seeking. Keep asking. Keep knocking. Jacob told the angel of God with whom he was wrestling, I won't let you go unless you bless me. And God blessed him and changed his name to Israel. Let's turn to Luke 18, verse 1. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart, saying, There was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him, saying, Get justice for me for my adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard man, Yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect, who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Faith in his name. In all that Jesus accomplished to acquire his great name through his death and his resurrection will bring the answer if we faint not. His name, through faith in his name, yes, the faith that is by him, has made this man perfectly whole. Mark 16, verses 17 and 18. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. In my name, they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. No other name but the name of Jesus.